Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, the capacity for freedom. Before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey is the founder of the Lucis Trust, and the Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey also wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The intent of the spiritual hierarchy is to increase humanity's capacity for freedom. I don't know, I have the feeling that freedom, in this sense, means something different than we normally understand by that idea. Am I right? Is that so? You are right, yes. Uh, There's something about speaking of the capacity for freedom that kind of puts us on notice that uh, there's a process of development that's required. And certainly we can look around and see... um, a very permissive society with um, not too many um, expectations or rules keeping everybody in line and we live with it on a daily basis and they and we say well that's freedom and we we make the choice uh, to allow people plenty of liberty even if it inconveniences the rest of us and we think that's right but I think there's a lot of glamour surrounding the whole issue of freedom especially with the um, war underway in Iraq. We've heard all about freedom uh, and uh, the the virtues of promoting freedom in societies where there hasn't been any. In one sense, it's regarded as the be-all and end-all that every human being pursues, and I suppose that it is. But sometimes it gets a little strange. There's one state, I think it's New Hampshire, that has that license plate that says, live free or die. (laughs) And every time I see that plate, I think, wait a minute, uh, is there a third choice? Let's see, I don't want to die. I don't want to give up my freedom. Move to another state, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Live free or die. 
It must come out of the revolution when uh, it was probably a rallying cry for the uh, the uh, revolutionary troops against the British. But um, it's an interesting question. Is there uh, a choice between freedom and death, and what does it mean to be free? I think we wouldn't necessarily all answer it in the same way. No, and it's what's ironic about that um about that slogan is that uh, when you die you are more free than when you were in a physical body so Good point. um <laughs> that's <laughs> another know, topic <laughs> yeah that gets on to something else one too. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but um no i think we have to realize that th- this idea of freedom is that we have is very limited <clears throat> and that um that's why this uh, keynote today the having to do with the capacity for freedom is something that um, we have to look forward to because there is a lot more to understand about freedom than we realize. And it's, it's the capacity for freedom means that we need to, well, in a, in a sense, uh, gain or come up with a larger container so that we can uh, hold more of the great amount of freedom which is essentially the freedom of the soul, the consciousness of the soul that will provide us with this um, greater capacity for freedom, the deeper understanding of what freedom really means. Yes, it's an interesting um, metaphor or whatever, a a larger container to uh, hold uh, freedom. The very small container of a an unevolved personality that doesn't have a great deal of life experience or much of an understanding of um, his fellow human beings sees freedom as license, the license to pursue one's own will and desires uh, and to fulfill whatever one uh, one's inclinations are. To a lot of people that's freedom. And yet, wasn't it Abraham Lincoln that said one man's freedom stops where another man's rights begin? Yeah, he did say that, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's an issue that has to be thought of and pursued in the context of society as a whole. Individual freedom has to be understood as something that affects the larger community, and it isn't just all about the individual. There's a difference between liberty and liberation, I think. Liberty probably is the individual's quest for personal autonomy. And in one sense, that is a very spiritual pursuit. But liberation is something quite different. Well, in a sense, that's what the whole keynote of the soul is, or the the uh, effort of the soul as it goes through incarnation after incarnation is attempting to bring about is eventual liberation from the whole uh, wheel of rebirth. Uh, and uh, that course reaches must reach a, a very high stage of uh, <clears throat> initiation a high stage of uh, awakening of consciousness but uh, that is uh, what lies ahead for every individual is eventual liberation from the need to uh, undergo this whole task this whole process of reincarnation life after life well it does have to do freedom has to do with the shucking off of uh, uh, forms that are inevitably limiting. 
of more and more subtle uh, varieties, but still, nevertheless, they are a limitation to the indwelling life. Liberation in the sense of the atom that gains release through radioactivity happens when that atom becomes responsive to the larger life and the magnetic pull of that larger life in which it dwells and it seeks release from the limitation of its present sphere or, or circumference and that's known as radioactivity and in a sense that same principle is underway in every human's evolution as we break out of the limitations of the present forms we inhabit particularly our personality and its talents and limitations when we grow beyond that we attain a liberation into a larger realm of being and I think that's where you bring in the idea of death as a real release well yes and uh, this it release is, is the word because um, um, once once you, the, the form reaches a certain stage, a certain capacity, and uh, for the for the soul to continue, it must have a better form, a more refined form mm-hmm. to work through, mm-hmm. and that's why um, death is kind of a release for the soul, so that it can move on to the next life, and the next life will pick up the thread again and uh, uh, create a better form, a more refined form, and the souls can then express this capacity for freedom much better. And the the freedom to love and the freedom to understand and to uh, reach out and be more encompassing. And that that is really, um, it's, it's the freedom that's really at the heart of the work of the soul and the work of the heart of the of the Christ that was his uh, <clears throat> attempt to to bring this message to the world this this freedom to uh, through love. One of the interesting aspects of freedom is that it isn't just about the individual. Freedom has to open into a larger understanding of group need. Spiritual freedom is the development of the capacity to choose in terms of how one will relate to the larger whole. In other words, freedom and responsibility are very closely aligned in the view of the soul. Freedom means growth in service, growth in the capacity to blend and merge with the whole. It's such an unusual way of thinking about freedom in comparison to the personality, but Freedom and responsibility aren't mutually exclusive. They don't cancel each other out. The soul is free from the claims of the personality, which is self-oriented, the view that it's all about me. And that's because the soul is detached from matter. It's detached from form. And it views its evolution in terms of what it contributes to the whole. So freedom, in the sense of having no obligations or responsibilities and no direction, is simply uh, unknown to the soul. Right. It it says in the uh, writings of Alice Bailey that freedom is a state of mind and not a condition of being. Mm -hmm. It's it's a state, it's a stage, really, of mind, 
of awakening of the mind and not of being <coughs> right it's it's not a not a, a freedom of what you are in your physical mm-hmm. world uh because that isn't really free come right down to it well a splendid example of that is Nelson Mandela who was in prison for 28 years i think on robben island in, uh, off of south africa and in his imprisonment that went on for decades of crushing rocks and having the most dreary existence, he became spiritually free because he he gave up anger, he gave up hatred. He became, I suppose, his own person regardless of the limitations of his circumstances. And even now, he says that set him free. Right. Spiritually, and psychologically. Yes, and I think uh, probably uh, any prisoner or any person in prison could uh, try to experience that because it may help release some of the the burden that uh, they're faced with on a daily basis. I wonder if all of us who find ourselves in constrained circumstances for whatever reason, circumstances that seem to impinge on what we would really like to do and become. If we viewed those circumstances in the present state of our situation as something that is appropriate for our present state of growth, we might be able to mine those circumstances for some some gold that we didn't know was there. Every uh, circumstance, uh, no matter what it is, contains something that can be of... Uh, used to the development of the soul. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, our topic for today, the capacity for freedom. We have a special offer from Luce's Publishing Company today, and that's the Alice Bailey book, Serving Humanity. Serving Humanity is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey, including a short section on freedom. Our topic for today. It's available for $19. Once again, uh, Serving Humanity is uh, is uh, really, in essence, it's uh, so much about serving people and the joy that one should get in the um, evolution that one can go through by doing that. And uh, once again, there's a, a, a short section on today's topic, Freedom. The discount comes in the form of free shipping and handling. Serving Humanity is an inspiring compilation of extracts that will help the reader to understand the soul's development. So if you want to take advantage of this special offer, send a check or money order to Lucis Publishing. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's um, check or money order, $19 to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. In order to uh, get the discount, uh, make sure that you mention a little note saying that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. All of our Inner Sight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the homepage, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, it's www.lucistrust.org, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website also, so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's 
program will be. If you need to get in touch with us for any reason whatsoever, if you'd like us to send you out a general package of information or for some other reason, give us a call on our toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. We need your help, by the way, and we appreciate your past support. Uh, Many of you have sent in uh, donations, both large and small, and that really helps us a lot because we need uh, all sorts of economic help to continue staying on the air. So if you don't mind, please continue to support us um, on the radio, and this way we can continue with these shows that so many of you have expressed interest in and so many of you listen to. So once again, if you'd like to... uh, Make a donation, send checks or money order to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You were talking about circumstances uh, before, Sarah, and it really intrigued me. And uh, uh, Let me see if I've got that right. You're saying that whatever circumstance that we're in, no matter how, unfortunately, no matter how negative or positive, that... This that the uh, you're saying that the universe is perfect in a sense because <laughs> we're supposed to there's some reason why we're growing for, or evolving from that particular circumstances regardless of what it is is that really what the belly books say well it's certainly I think a, a basic uh, Buddhist premise that um, the present provides whatever is appropriate for one's uh, current state of consciousness be here now as um, who was it, Ram Das or Ellen Watts said, mm-hmm. be present in the moment because it's all you have and it's probably completely appropriate. It may not be perfect, uh, yeah. but it's appropriate for your next step. Alice Bailey said something to the effect of there is no circumstance that does not offer some gain to the life of the soul. Mm-hmm. So that to me means uh, we are never so constrained, so limited that we can't grow. And I think that's a terribly liberating realization because so many of us butt our heads against imagined walls and think if only we could change this or that, we would then be free to do, be, whatever we Mm -hmm. think we should be. Whereas right now is probably just the right stage for our next uh, um, point of uh, consciousness. Right, there are different uh, ways of looking at freedom, at least two different ways. One is being freedom from something, mm-hmm. and another way is being freedom of, uh, like uh, freedom in in the case of uh, what to do with one's personality life and how you can gain more freedom. But one way would be freedom from the glamours that were that imprison us, freedom from. Criticism, freedom from fear, which is one of the uh, four freedoms that uh, President Roosevelt talked about. And others are freedom for um, freedom for humanity, freedom for our uh, for the for the soul to uh, do its part in in the world, and uh, freedom for the spirit to uh, gain. It's uh, abundance in the world. So, I mean, th- there are different ways of, of looking at freedom, and everybody has a chance to, to work on themselves right mm-hmm. now. 
I think one of the most important um, ways we can attain freedom is, um, and I feel a bit of a, uh, a hypocrite in saying this, is the uh, release of the past, which personally I'm not too good at. I kind of drag it around in a gunny sack on my back. But I, I do know more and more that releasing the past sets you free to face the future with energy and with hope and vision. And probably this long, long memory that undoubtedly becomes more and more distorted as um, the past recedes further and further away is a kind of limitation that all of us could work on uh, dispelling. Yes, and being free from the past, you see, that's one of the little renunciations that uh, <coughs> enable us to uh, increase our capacity for freedom because as long as you're holding on to the past, you're holding on to your pet little uh, ideas about freedom, then there won't be any expansion of um, your consciousness <coughs> and uh, there won't be any in. Uh, ability to increase your capacity for freedom. Alice Bailey said a very interesting thing about freedom. She said that the quest for freedom itself can be an imprisoning desire, and she said no one is really free, a disciple least of all. And you read that the first time and you think, what? No one is really free, a disciple least of all, a spiritual seeker least of all. I think what she was saying was that as you evolve in spiritual awareness, you become more and more aware of your dharma, your soul's duty and purpose that it is here to fulfill. You become more and more <clears throat> aware of responsibility to the people in your immediate environment, your responsibility to your soul, which is your highest self, to act upon the best within you, the highest that you know. And all of that is, in a way, going the opposite direction of the indulgence of personal freedom. Right. I think we're, this this country, we're uh, so caught up in uh, this, these personal freedoms that, uh, you know, freedom of speech and mm -hmm. uh, freedom to... <clears throat> Uh, to assemble anywhere we want to, and uh, we, I think it sometimes goes to the extreme of license, and mm -hmm. uh, it, it's just, you know, becomes so uh, confining, and I think that's where it really becomes imprisoning, because uh, our capacity at that point is very, very limited. It's fascinating to ponder on the juxtaposition of individual rights and society's obligations and considerations and every group in the world is probably at some stage of that balance beam we probably in the in a society like America err too too much on the side of individual rights other countries put the rights of the group above every individual need I don't know where the perfect balance is but it's a fascinating thing to see working out this year is the 200th anniversary in Britain of the abolition of the slave trade. And uh, I've been reading a biography of William Wilberforce, who was a parliamentar parliamentarian who persistently over 20 years or more brought legislation before Parliament to end the slave trade, and he finally succeeded. And yet 200 years later, slavery is still a reality. We are not all free. 
just uh, this morning on the news, I heard that China has recently uncovered a um, brick factory where children by the hundreds apparently have been enslaved to work in this factory. So we should appreciate our freedoms and at the same time develop a more and more spiritual realization of what it offers. As you mentioned, the uh, the British uh, <coughs> um, and the, the overcoming the, the slave trade and ending the slave trade, but also in Britain it goes back even further, the signing of the Magna Carta. Mm-hmm. That document was signed um, during the reign of King John. In fact, on June 15th at 1215 A.D. AD. And that's like 792 years ago. So they were very concerned with human rights at that time. And um, the Magna Carta was um, emphasized the personal liberty and the rights of the individual over the authority of the king. And um, so we have a very long (coughs) history of demanding uh, rights and of course the uh, then it was the, the whole note was picked up later with the French uh, Republic and the establishing of the French Republic and then our own Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights and then much later the Atlantic Charter and the Four Freedoms which uh, was <coughs> enunciated by uh, President Roosevelt in 1941 so um we have a very long history of uh, this emphasis on rights and human freedoms, and it, it goes, you know, for the last 2,000 years, I guess you could even say it began with with the work of Christ and the um, overcoming, uh, uh, the expression of love which he brought to the world as a way of liberation, bringing human beings to a point of liberation. Well, yes, in his demonstration that liberation includes triumph over the death of the body, that uh, life endures beyond uh, the liberation from the physical body. Um, the quote that we opened with, capacity for freedom, maybe that's one that we should hold in mind as we uh, conclude our, our thinking about this subject The books of Alice Bailey said that the intention of hierarchy is to increase man's capacity for freedom so that human beings will learn to respond more effectively, more wisely to the new abundant spiritual vitality pouring into the world and speeding up the evolution of our planet. With this new vitality, new and stronger receptacles are needed. And I think that's where this capacity for freedom comes in. We're all a little scared probably probably at seeing the kind of running amok quality of life today with so many people indulging their, their appetites and their whims. And I think a lot of thoughtful people wonder where it's all leading. Yes, and uh, our our dependence on, on spreading democracy throughout the world. I mean, it's it's a nice sentiment, but uh, <coughs> you can see that it it it, uh, ne- it gets us in trouble too because uh, we try to impose it, and it never works well that way. Mm-hmm. A period of learning and preparation is needed, and uh, in all things, evolution is the best teacher. You know, Dale piqued my interest before, and he uh, mentioned freedom of criticism. Would freedom of criticism be an indifference to criticism? 
Well, that's one way you can yeah. build up a, 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 a sense of indifference to it. Yeah. And that would be detachment. The yeah. You've been listening to Inner Sight, but before we close, I'd just like to say that you you can take advantage of our special offer from Lucy's Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, uh, Serving Humanity. Uh, it's a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey, including a so- short section on freedom. It's available for $19. That's the discount price. It's an inspiring compilation of extracts that will help the reader to understand the soul's development. Send check or money order to Lucis Publish, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 100405. Be sure to mention Inner Sight. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You're sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use my cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You're sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use my cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that?